This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. Today is Giving Tuesday, and if you've found Sovereign Nations, our videos, our articles, and our podcasts valuable and helpful over the past four years, we would certainly be very thankful for your support. But once again, we are living in a vitally important time in history, a time more crucial than just about any other time in human history. And here's a fact that so many will eventually be waking up to as more days pass and the actual situation we are in becomes more apparent. The virus narrative of the globalist enviro-communist fascist has been shown for what it is. A way to lead the world, gradually, into the arms of pseudo-safety for the purposes of assigning everyone a global identification as we are transitioned into the fourth industrial revolution. The promises of, quote, this is the way we can get back to normal, end quote, as you know, was all a lie. The assurance by the FDA, the CDC, and President Biden himself that, quote, if you take the vaccine, you aren't going to get COVID, end quote, back in February through April of this last year, was a lie. Restricting of every workable path of taking proven therapies, to fight against COVID-19, such as the cocktail therapies of hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, and all of the propaganda used against those therapies was a lie. A lie purpose to insist that the only safe way out of COVID, out of this pandemic, was a vaccine. And these lies, whether it be about the therapies that are available or about the vaccine being the thing that you had to take, well, that has led to thousands of deaths, literally thousands. Because everyone from the pharmaceutical industry to the healthcare industry to the mainstream media insisted that your only choice to be safe was a vaccine. A vaccine, by the way, that has been proven to be ineffective. A vaccine that doesn't prevent you from catching the virus. A vaccine that doesn't prevent you from transmitting the virus. And a collection of vaccines that we have had a significant amount of adverse effects on those that have been vaccinated. And so, even those that have been vaccinated, and who bought all the lies that they were told earlier in 2021, are now saying, Wait, you first told me that masks wouldn't help in stopping the spread of the virus back in 2020, Dr. Fauci. Then you insisted that I wear the mask to stop the spread of the virus. And then you told me that we needed 15 days to stop the spread of the virus, and then we would go back to normal. And then you told me that there was going to be a quarter of a million people dead from the virus in the first week of April 2020. That's what you told President Donald Trump. That's what you sold him on. Then you told me that we couldn't open up. Then you stated that cruising was dangerous, but that flying in jets 
in sealed aluminum tubes was okay if you were masked because of the advanced filtration systems on the planes. And then you told me to not go to church or to my uncle's funeral and told me that mom had to sit apart from dad at the funeral because of COVID. And then you told me that I was not essential and that my business could be crushed, but that I was being selfish. And then you told me that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were dangerous and that my only savior was the vaccine. And then you told me that the vaccine would prevent me from getting COVID. And so the oligarchical technocrats devised a religious scheme where anything outside of what was being said by the priests of public health was deadly, was evil. And that there was only one way towards civilizational heaven. There was only one way towards socialist, artificial, intelligent, guided, creative class, no work salvation. The only way to utopia in the fourth industrial revolution, into the new autocratic society that you are creating. And we know exactly what you're doing, by the way. But the only way there, the only way back to, quote, normal in the way that you're defining it was through your vaccine. You see, the path of salvation is very exclusive. There is only one way, one truth, and one life. And it's the life that you are creating. You are the way, the truth, and the life now. There is no other way but through Fauci. There is only one mediator between man and the fourth industrial revolution utopia. The man Fauci. Fauci was the man, the God-man, the science man who was the way. He was the truth. He is the light who will light the way into the fourth industrial revolution and worldwide authoritarianism. And he will separate them just like the sheep and the goats, the unvaccinated and the vaccinated like they did before we had the vaccine between the essential and the non-essential. And when Klaus Schwab comes in his glory and all the corporations with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd, more a wolf, separates the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. He will put the vaccinated on his right and the unvaccinated on his left. Then the UN and Schwab will say to those on their right, Come ye who are vaccinated, especially those of you that are from traditionally disparate people groups. Take your reparations. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the World Economic Forum. For I was greedy, and you destroyed your own businesses and elevated the stock of Amazon. I lied to you, and you believed my lies. I sent millions of unvetted migrants with no identification, and you invited them in. I needed your votes, and you voted in those that would help to destroy your nation. You weren't sick, but you agreed to be locked down anyway. I should be in prison, and you allow me to keep destroying your nations. Then the vaccinated will answer him. Um, dude, uh, you said that this would be it, and we would go back to normal. And, you know, I took your jab, and I got the virus anyway. I got really sick. And you know, I kept my job because I was jabbed, but I see other good people that have already had the virus and they have antibodies, but your policies caused them to be fired. 
And King Schwab will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did before, you will need to do it again and again and again, because I am an Arminian God-man, a sort of quasi-Roman Catholic one at that. And you need to understand that you were initially justified to participate in the kingdom with your first blessed jab. But you must be re-justified every few months to continue to be infused with the holy vaccine. And whatever the least that you did six months ago, you will have to do more and more and more for me to fulfill my utopian dreams of worldwide enviro-communism. Then, King Schwab will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are unvaccinated, into the eternal fire prepared for Trump and his faithful cabinet. For I was greedy, and you kept shopping locally. I was lying, and you kept contradicting me on Twitter. I wanted to change your voting demographics with millions of people who will vote for free stuff, and you opposed me. I needed votes in 2022, and you did not support my radical revolutionaries. You were sick, and you got better with ivermectin and proved that I was a twisted, sick liar. And they will answer. Well, Klaus, man, you are going to go down in history as being more evil than Hitler, Stalin, and Mao combined, dude. No, we aren't going to listen to you. We aren't going to listen to your other saints that you have surrounding you. Rochelle Walensky, Joe Biden... Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, the Prime Minister of Italy, former World Bank president, by the way, leave us alone. Thanks. He will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do to initiate diversity, equity, and inclusion in your workplace and follow my vaccine mandates to usher in my new utopia, You did not do it for me. Unleash the Omicron variant. And then Biden and Walensky will do their best to marginalize the unvaccinated from being able to live their lives in the new technocratic totalitarian superstate. And yes, the new lever, the new way of demanding lockdowns is the Omicron variant, which, according to the physician scientist who first tested and found the Omicron variant in South Africa, stated that the symptoms and effects of the variant are very mild. But this entire game that they are trying to play is the same game that they tried to play in early 2020, when they tried to fool all of us. And so many of you were afraid because you were getting those push notifications to your phone every 10 minutes of where somebody picked up the virus in Bangladesh or in Toronto or in New York or in Miami. Every single time someone got it, you got a push notification. Every single time that someone died from it, you knew. And then, of course, you had the celebrities who you can relate to. And, of course, they need to start off with Tom Hanks because he he is that real relatable celebrity, the one that we all loved him, whether it be in Forrest Gump, maybe you loved him in Saving Private Ryan. He is that guy, that normal guy that could be your neighbor. So he had to get it, too. It was everywhere at all times. There was no missing anything about the virus. It was total. It was complete. From the mass media to the Gospel Coalition of the Southern Baptist Convention with guys like Al Mohler, Russell Moore, yeah, you tell Mark Dever, all these guys basically saying, love thy neighbor, don't be selfish. They knew what was going on. 
just like I knew it was going on. And I tried to warn you. So, with this fact in mind, let's both look back to the information provided in my other podcast, which is called The Causes of Things. And for the last several years, and then look forward to let you know what is actually happening as opposed to operational reflexivity that you are being told to react to. Firstly, let's go back to March of 2020. Let's go back to the time just before and then just after the first lockdown. Under Donald Trump, as advised by Anthony Fauci. Go back to the episode of The Causes of Things that I released on lag measures. And what did I tell you on that episode that no one else was talking about? Remember when I said that the virus has actually been in the United States and Europe since November and December of 2019? Remember when I said that there were hundreds of thousands of vacationing and touring mainland Chinese tourists all over the United States and Europe that definitely had the COVID-19 virus, and that the Chinese Communist Party was very aware of it? Remember when I said in March of 2020 that there was a spike in cases of severe upper respiratory flu, as noted from October 2019 to January of 2020, in the United States and in North America, and that no one was paying attention to this fact? Now, as Sovereign Nations has been warning about this for quite a while, the postmodern subjectivists are now making their grand push to envelop every issue, viral, environmental, geopolitical, religious, scientific, in the giant wave of subjectivity. People who have already shown that their complete lack of reliability for assessing critical situations, critical solutions, and providing strategic guidance are the ones who are placing data-driven charts before who was then President Donald Trump. And they were placing these same data-driven charts before Congress at the time, before state and local officials in 2020. And they were also putting all these phony charts and graphs before the American people on an hourly basis. The wild-eyed conclusions that are offered as policy directive from Dr. Fauci, the World Health Organization, had been given as fact to President Trump. And those facts, which were false, range from nothing to worry about here and, quote, we have no evidence of human-to-human transmission of the COVID-19 virus to then saying, quote, we expect 250,000 people to die from this virus in the next week in April, and everything in the nation must be shut down for an indefinite period of time. And that was just from January to April of 2020. That's how wide the gap was in the facts, quote-unquote, that were given to Donald Trump from January of 2020 to April of 2020 by Dr. Fauci and Dr. Jerome Adams. It varied that much. It was all over the map. With, of course, Mike Pence looking straight in the president's face and saying, oh, you need to follow their advice. You might want to think about that a little bit. In fact, the opinions were so casual and dismissive in the beginning and now have transitioned violently to completely jackbooted, constitution-ignoring, Chinese Communist Party-like draconian in just a year. And as a matter of fact, if you think back to the spring of 2020, 
things went from, okay, we need to just get back to normal to, oh no, we've got to lock everything down. Oh, you can't even buy things to grow food in your yard at the grocery store or at the hardware store. Oh, we need to restrict everything. We need to go down to rationing. That's how quickly that went bad. So there's only two conclusions that you could really have out of this wide variance of opinion that you received from those that are the ministers, the priests of public health. Number one, and this would be the first option, that the experts are completely clueless and have no idea what they are talking about. Just absolutely stupid and just making things up to try to make sure that the boss is pleased with their job. Or, number two, the experts are experts in regards to creating grand sweeping change in our nation and in the Western Hemisphere and are using their pseudoscience and unproven models as a Trojan horse. A Trojan horse to dismantle our republic. A Trojan horse to dismantle Western civilization. In other words, to deconstruct. To disrupt and dismantle. And thankfully, President Trump would eventually consider how all over the map these experts were. Even to the point of praising the World Health Organization, that's what Fauci was doing, who clearly was involved in a disinformation campaign with the Chinese government. And all of the data and information from these experts is what has led us to where we are right now. And it's the same well of data and information that they're getting to be able to tell us that we all have to be locked down again. And so nearly all politicians back then were dismissive of the threat of COVID-19 from January to early March. Think about how they tried to lay blame on Trump for stopping the flights coming in from China. Think about how Nancy Pelosi and Bill de Blasio were inviting everybody in to Chinese New Year in New York and San Francisco. And they were accusing the president of xenophobia for his ban on inbound Chinese flights. Those that took a casual approach to securing our nation would be Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, Mayor de Blasio, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, all of the major news media sources outside of Fox News, actually Fox News is joining in this as well, Steve Bannon and Sovereign Nations. Those were the ones who were actually pushing back on it. And I was called crazy at the time, and I was told that I didn't care about people's lives. And that is what led us to the complete shutdown of 2020. And this is also where I was in contact with the White House, with people who are special counsel of the White House, and trying to let them know that President Trump was being put in a Kafka trap. In other words, there was nothing that he could do and nothing that he could say that didn't find him in some way guilty of killing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people or of destroying the economy. He was in a no-win situation. They were putting him there. His own staff was putting him there. And Klaus Schwab's dream scenario for the Great Reset was realized. Now, there is a virus, no doubt. But then again, I have to ask, why was it that we had numerous videos on the internet of empty hospitals? and of nurses and doctors dancing back and forth. 
Also, with the new COVID variant, Omicron, would it be true that those that have acquired the disease, the virus, acquired those at least a week or two before? So we're continuing to use prediction in data that is based upon lag measures. Of course, the numbers of reported cases would also be the highest right now because they are lag measures. The lead figures are completely unreliable. This has been shown to be true. Now, the amount of testing has skyrocketed because they're testing people even that are vaccinated. So both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated have been tested to be able to show spikes in numbers. But here's the big problem with all of this, is that Omicron is the way that you can use a lever to say, oh, the vaccines are not strong enough to be able to stop Omicron from being a breakthrough transmission of COVID-19. They, we just got to get something else. We got to get something that's stronger. And then you've got to put that into everybody's arms. So now you're going to have a new round of testing. Everybody's got to be tested because of Omicron. So you can expect that the number of positive cases will be commensurate with the amount of persons tested, even though Omicron has been shown by the folks that actually first discovered that variant that it's quite mild. People might not even know if they've got it, but you've got to test, test, test. And the more that you test, the more that you're going to have positive cases. So that will be in the news. That will hopefully drive the rest of the population. You know, that 30% that just have decided not to get the jab, it'll drive them into getting the jab out of fear. And as well, it'll give reasons for corporations to say, if you're not jabbed, you're not coming in. And they will have reason to fire those employees. But again, just like we saw in early 2020, when all of a sudden, as we did more testing... We had more cases of COVID everywhere. So just like then, just because the first reported and defined case of the Omicron variant was tested and found accurate in South Africa did not mean that the virus was not already passed on to tens of thousands of people across the world at an earlier time. In other words, Omicron could be everywhere right now. As a matter of fact, someone just, you know, got up and thinks that they have allergies and had it for a week might actually have Omicron. Now, let me explain this once again. Just because a test says that a variant is now present doesn't mean that the virus first started on the day of the first test. Tests do not create viruses or variants. They only accurately or in some cases inaccurately, measured the presence of a virus or a variant. A test does not create the virus or the variant ex nihilio. The variant of the virus already exists. Are you starting to understand this? There is no crisis. Let me help you to understand it in this way. And this is the same thing that I said back in early 2020. Let's say that we go back several hundreds of years and you're someone back in a totally different age and you're living out on your farm or on your property and you find a shiny yellow substance in a rock in your backyard. It is weighty. It's beautiful. And when you extract this beautiful mineral from the ground and shape it into things, it is magnificent. You begin mass extraction from your property to sell this beautiful amber 
yellow substance to others that desire to have it as well. It is valuable. People are willing to pay top dollar for it. Now, others find other shiny things in their own backyards and their rocks as well. It sort of looks like what you have in your backyard, but it isn't exactly the same weight or luster. So you decide to develop a test based upon the intrinsic qualities of your beautiful, shiny, yellow, amber mineral. And you decide to call it, let's say, gold. Now, when you start testing other minerals and find that there is other gold out there in them thar hills, it doesn't mean that you're testing created new gold. Again, the test does not create gold. It just means that you now know how to determine that something is gold or not gold. And your testing of more gold does not increase or decrease the amount of gold anywhere. As a matter of fact, you end up finding out that there is a whole lot of gold everywhere that is confirmed by your testing. But again, the amount of gold that is being tested and confirmed did not mean that the gold has increased. You simply started the test that defines what gold is, and now you are taking measurable data. Now, let's say that we had an Omicron variant test back in October of 2021 that we could administer to all the thousands of visitors that were traveling to the United States, Canada, Italy, UK, Spain, Germany, etc. What would you have found? Well, you probably would have found the Omicron variant. Did the test create the virus or the variant? If you were in, let's say, Phoenix, Arizona, and you came down with a cough, fever, swelled eyes, scratchy throat, and felt tired, did that mean that you did not have the Omicron variant because there was no test for Omicron variant yet available in the United States? Really? <laughs> I mean, I need you to think about this. So here is my wager. The Omicron variant was already here in the United States and Europe in the last quarter of 2021. It has already spread everywhere. This is a game, folks. Again, the virus's appearance in South Africa was not caused by a test. A test is a lag measure. And as more and more testing is done, all it does is confirm the lag measure that the virus was already here. And as a matter of fact, it's everywhere. So this gives you an excuse to shut down everything. And so all that you've done is created a test that is going to be measuring everyone that has the sniffles or a headache or is tired to be able to show that the Omicron variant is everywhere. It already has been. And now they will panic the public every time someone is tested and confirmed with the Omicron variant in Miami, San Francisco, in London, in Milan, in Israel or Thailand, and it'll give them an excuse to shut everything down, that we have to protect you. So this World Economic Forum group sought transitionary paradigms into the new world of the Internet of Things and the Fourth Industrial Revolution without the destructiveness of war and infrastructure damage that has accompanied invasionary tactics in the 19th and 20th century. So that's one of the reasons why this is happening. You are being transitioned. You are actually being controlled by those that would seek to transition and change our country without a full-out invasion. They are going to destroy things, our systems, our economies, your jobs. They're going to make you dependent upon them for survival. 
In other words, they're trying to make us into China. And so China also wants to have a part in this too, because there are two belt roads. So all of these entities are competing and jockeying for control as the new age, the new Internet of Things age begins to emerge. And to put it bluntly, the massive, unprecedented protests against the vaccine mandates and health passports are only growing and not shrinking. With all the heavy-handed tactics that these governments are trying to put in place, more and more people are turning out. And why do you think that is? I can tell you why. Because they've heard from people like me over the past year that this was happening and they dismissed it. And now they're seeing it. As a matter of fact, many of them have been told, you have to do this, you have to do that. You've got to take the third shot or even the fourth shot or else you're not going to be considered vaccinated. You know, and those people are pretty aware about what happened in World War II with the Jews and what Hitler did with them for the final solution. And they're starting to see that we're coming down to a final solution. And there's at least 40% of the population of the United States, Italy, UK, France, and Australia that really see exactly what the new technocratic oligarchs are trying to do. They're trying to transition all of us out of freedom and into eternal authoritarian subjugation. And I need you to think back to the giant protests in China in the fall of 2019. Remember that? Where hundreds of thousands of Hong Kong's people marched in the streets and tore down 5G towers in Hong Kong. Where the protesters in Hong Kong waved American flags as Ronnie Chan's hand-picked mayor brought in the troops from Beijing to crush the protests. Do you remember that? Well, we are all Hong Kong now. So all of that talk that we had back in 2019 when we were watching the people yearning to be free and the heavy hand of communist China coming down hard on the protesters, coming down on anyone in the Hong Kong media who dared to challenge them. Oh, the communists, they dealt with those that stood up against them. And those protesters, they were dealt with. And the communists crushed the protests. And authoritarianism is now the guiding force of Hong Kong. We are all Hong Kong now. And this is really our only opportunity. Because this really doesn't have anything to do in the end with the effectiveness or lack of effectiveness of the vaccine. You just have to take the vaccine no matter what. And going back to the original premise of the show, and this is also something that I said in my past podcast of the causes of things on entryism, you need to understand that the vaccine represents something else. It is the new baptism. You need to understand, back before we actually had the Westphalian system and so forth, and before we transitioned through the age of modernity and the Enlightenment, before then, the way that you were recognized in your parish or your town, that you existed as a human being, was your baptism certificate. Well, then as we moved into the modern age, where the state is in control of things, you then transitioned into the birth certificate. 
Well, now, basically, you could say that the vaccine is the new universal baptism for the new religion. It is the new birth certificate. It is the beginning of the new required identification. Now, just like I did in the entryism episode, I'm going to place a 2018 article on the show notes that should begin to bring some clarity from the very words of those associated with the World Economic Forum and Gavi, G-A-V-I. And in the article, here's the primary point. You'll see that it states this, quote, immunization, colon, an entry point for digital identity, end quote. And this should clear up for you what is going on here. So, as I have been warning about for years in my podcast and in my speeches, as we transition from an analog, real, objective, modern world and into a digital, fake, subjective, postmodern world, it is important for the tyrants of the new digital fake world to ensure that we have a transition into the digital world. And what they want is that we all have one standard digital identity for everyone, for everyone in the new world order. A digital, trackable, traceable identity for every human being on earth. So from the 2018 article in our show notes, the author states this, quote, this message was reinforced at this year's World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland, where Gavi, G-A-V-I, announced digital identity as the focus for its 2018 Infuse program. I'm not kidding. They're actually using that terminology. Infuse, innovation for uptake, scale, and equity in immunization, aims to identify and support innovative solutions that have the potential to modernize global health and immunization delivery. This year, Gavi is is focusing its efforts on identifying opportunities for digital identity technologies to help facilitate better targeting, follow-up, and immunization service delivery for the world's most vulnerable children. Immunization poses a huge opportunity to scale Digital identity. In many developing countries, immunization coverage greatly exceeds birth registration rates. The article goes on to make it very clear what they are proposing. More or less, a sacramentalization of the digital ID assignment. Quote, when a child receives her first vaccine, she receives a paper child health card. In many developing countries, the most common form of identification is not a birth certificate, but this card. The near ubiquity of these documents presents an enormous opportunity. Now, I need you to stop for a moment and understand what they're proposing. Back in 2018, this is when they did this. This was done three years ago. They are proposing that a vaccination card may be made mandatory for digital identification as opposed to a birth certificate. This was 2018, before the COVID crisis, which was an invented precipitating event meant to disrupt and dismantle what was and build back better. I continue, quote, moving from easily lost or damaged paper health cards to an accessible digital form would reduce the burden associated with tracking a child's vaccines and eliminate redundant or unnecessary paperwork. 
So another side note from me here. So you move from that old analog form of proof of identification, you know, eliminate all of that unnecessary paperwork and go fully digital, which will stay with the child or person for the rest of their lives. Let's go back to the article. Quote, digital child health cards can improve coverage rates and vaccine compliance by prompting parents to bring their children in for necessary subsequent doses. Again, side note, this is in 2018, people. Quote, for health workers, digital identity technology validates a child's past vaccines and may streamline analytics and outreach without adding significant complexity to a health worker's workflow. And for Gavi and its international partners, Digital ID technology provides a basis for a system of verifiable proofs and accurate aggregate data that interoperates with other identity management systems, negating the need for each organization to independently identify beneficiaries. Again, side note, they are stating clearly that the vaccine ID provides a basis for other systems of verifiable proofs with aggregated information that will be combined with other identity management systems. This is the entryway. It is the Trojan horse. Back to the article. Quote, and because immunization is conducted in infancy, providing children with a digital child health card would give them a unique portable digital identity early in life. And as children grow, their digital child health card can be used to access secondary services, such as primary school, or ease the process of obtaining alternative credentials. Effectively, the child health card becomes the first step in establishing a legal, broadly recognized identity. So what Gavi, which was birthed from the World Economic Forum, is stating in 2018 is that digital vaccination cards will be used throughout the life of each individual to validate their existence, obtain services, combine with other identification credentials. But it is a universal for everyone, a new privileged class that you must join, a new covenant people. Everyone must be on board. You have no choice. If you don't join in, you are out. You will not participate in society. And again, as I said back a few weeks ago, this is a form of entryism. It is creating two classes of people those who obey and are part of the order of the new world system that will receive privileges, and those who are disobedient who are not part of the new dystopia that need to be oppressed, shunned, and discriminated against. That is what is happening. They are creating an entryway into a new nation, a new system, a new world. You are resetting the requirements for citizenship in the world. And if you haven't had a chance to hear what the New Zealand Prime Minister, I played this back a couple weeks ago, the New Zealand Prime Minister, a woman who is part of the World Economic Forum's Young Leaders Group. I mean, this was just a few weeks ago. The New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said the frightening and normally quiet part, 
the part that you don't say in front of microphones and cameras out loud. They're creating two classes of people, the unvaxxed being the oppressed and the vaxxed with privileges. When asked by a reporter if she was creating two classes of people with the vaccinated receiving special privileges, the prime minister confirmed saying, that is what it is. Yep. And she said this very matter-of-factly, with a smile on her face, like as if you just guessed correctly what her favorite color was. They are dividing us into the sheep and the goats. The digital sheep and the analog goats. The obedient lemmings who will be led down a path that will eventually be a place that they don't really want to go. They just don't know it yet. And the disobedient, but courageous men and women that understand that this really might be the last stand for humankind. And when I say that, that's not hyperbole, folks. And so the answer to what is going on here is quite simple, if you haven't figured it out yet. You and I, we, are at a decision point for the history of the world and of mankind. Do we follow the path of least resistance that will eventually lead into algorithmic socialism, social credit systems, and eventually, 20 or so years from now, transhumanism, with all of us living as slaves to artificial intelligence? Or do we live as a free people? and resist in whatever way that we can now, and demand that all of those that took us down this path step down and step back, and then, in the near future, possibly have to fight against the power and might of the AI-controlled xenophobic hegemony of China. Well, I think the path is clear. You must stand wherever you can right now. In whatever way that that is, I don't know you personally. I don't know where you can stand, but wherever you can, you must. In whatever way that you can push back, you push back now. Because the future of our world, the future of our faith, the future of our nation, the future of humanity depends on us being successful. And that is why I have concluded nearly every speech, nearly every talk, the same way for the past five years. We must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic.